0: Good evening and welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. It is a special Thursday evening edition. Uh, I'm Sammy Jacobs. Along with me is our special guest, uh, co-host Zach Green, uh, filling in for TJ Inman, who has been uh, watching his kids all week as, um, you know, as his wife is working out in Minnesota out of town. So he has been uh, compromised, uh, so to speak, uh, there as well. So Zach, thank you for filling in for TJ. How are you guys? How are you doing today?
2: Doing good. It's a little uh, crappy day in Bloomington, so kind of mimics the game this past Saturday. But um, hopefully uh, the weather gets a little bit nicer as the, the week goes on.
0: Yeah, hopefully it does. It's it's that rain. Misty rain has hit Indianapolis as well uh, here Uh, Here today, too. So before we start uh, getting into our Ohio State recap and Maryland preview, we have some words from our sponsors. We do have a new sponsor. They're called Symbol. Symbol is a stock market uh, for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Uh, use your sports knowledge on Symbol to, uh, to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adapters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Risk Visit Symbol.com and use promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. Our other sponsor is Spotify Green Room. It's a live audio-only sports talk platform. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Share your own experiences and takes on the app as well, and it's your chance to be featured on whichever team you follow's podcast. Uh, you can download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league or group uh, you want to join. So that's Spotify Greenroom. Zach, let's go back. Um, And we're going to rip this Band-Aid off, even though it is Thursday, so it wasn't a quick rip-off, but some football therapy here on the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. Indiana's 54-7 to loss to Ohio State at at Memorial Stadium. I I think the bright spot there, the the crowd was awesome. The students have showed up all year. Uh, They've been into it. Uh, And, and, you know, I have knocked the students and, and I've knocked the fans in the past, but To their credit, they were out. The weather was not great, Um, and they sold out. They stayed as – I thought they stayed longer uh, than I expected. I I think they started leaving after that safety that made it 23-7 and things like that. Uh, It's a tough game to to stick around for, especially with with Jack Tuttle going down. But Ohio State rolled. I, I didn't think it would be that big of a blowout that early. I think the Tuttle injury really took, sucked the air out of IU uh, a lot. Uh, they played Donovan McCulley. They played Grant Grimmell in there as well. It raised a lot of questions about what this IU offense is going to do without Michael Penix and without Chuck Tuttle down the road. Uh, and then it just, IU's or Ohio State's offense just tore apart Indiana's defense. And you saw their athletes go to work, their offensive line was terrific at at protecting cj stroud uh what were your thoughts from the game
2: yeah i think that um i thought the indiana indiana's defense was gonna at least give us a shot and keep us in this game but you know ohio state's offense this year they just they, they were they were just lethal man like they had their foot on the gas pedal out of the from the start of the game they didn't let off till the end of the first half, and, you know, I, I I think that, you know, Michael McFadden was definitely, you know, playing 110%, but I thought a lot of the guys out there, you know, once we d- were down, like, two or three possessions, they were, like, they kind of just slowed down a bit, um, which isn't like this team and what isn't – it's not like, you know, the, the team's motto. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I thought the game wasn't going to be a blowout from the start but it was unfortunately and I know a lot of fans and students were disappointed but you know Ohio State plays Penn State this weekend and I wouldn't be surprised if they they roll them over too.
0: Yeah Ohio State seems to have gotten their hiccup out of the way early with the loss to, to Oregon and then they that was their fourth straight game of putting up 50 plus points yeah they played it was Rutgers, Indiana, Maryland uh, and uh, just what is it, Tulsa or somebody, um, some group of five team that's that's not great. But it, it looks like they're rolling And the next two weeks. If you're a Big Ten fan, the next two weeks are going to be fun to watch. You have Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State this week. And then I believe Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State, Michigan the next week. Uh, we'll see where James Franklin ends up um, driving to the game as he was a little – directionally impaired uh, with Ann Arbor and Columbus. So hopefully it doesn't show up to game day on Saturday. But with that, let's get into uh, the Maryland game. Indiana's coming off. They're now two and five. The, the wheels kind of falling off the season, Zach. It, it's not where they expected to be. It's a place that became very realistic after IU's losses to Cincinnati and Michigan State. But it's still a bowl game still on the table. There are still some guys predicting IU goes to a bowl game. But it's a tough road to hoe. You have to win four out of the last five games. The schedule does get easier. Uh, You you do have to go to Maryland. IU hasn't played well at Maryland, although they've come away with a couple wins. Maryland's offense has always given Tom Allen's defense a, a little bit of trouble. Uh, what's your first take on the, on this game on Saturday?
2: Uh, my first take is, you know, I, I would say just effort. I mean, yes, um where we're at in the point in the season is just, you know, compared to last year is completely different, but, you know, last year was also, you know, <laughs> the heart of the pandemic. And I think that going into Maryland, this football team needs to, you know, I mean, we say it every week, they just got to regroup, but, you know, they got to find some sort of motivation. You know, a lot of the guys, I don't know how much they they want to be out there. Um, and, you know, they're, they're on, most of them are on scholarship. And I think a lot of it, what we're going to see on Saturday is what we're going to see the next two or three years here in the program. I mean, we're going to see a lot of freshmen out there, a lot of sophomores. And, you know, hopefully the guys can uh, get so, some sort of chemistry and um, rhythm out there on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting uh, you bring up these young guys. It looks like there's going to be a youth movement uh, in terms of this. It's, it's what makes these last five games exciting. IU's re- uh, recruited really well the last couple of years, and they really haven't played that many young guys. And, you know, the season was all about how I use returning, you know, guys like Ty Freifogel and Tyler Mullen and Michael Penix and Jack Tuttle. Uh, but due to injuries and inconsistency and performances and things like that, those guys really haven't impacted that many games, which is why you're sitting. I you sitting at two and five, uh, along with, you know, the offensive line not performing. But Tom Allen today, you know, he said there's going to be changes along the offensive line. So it'll be interesting to see if they're playing some of those young guys like Vinny Fia Cable or Aiden Rafferty. Um Brady Feeney, some of these guys who have been in the program for a little bit and could get their chance. And like you mentioned, there's got to be a want to. And sometimes the bench is a good motivator. Uh, The receivers as well. Tom Allen mentioned today that Malachi Holt-Bennett, Jacquez Smith, uh, and some other guys are getting first and second teams reps. So maybe that's where where they find a spark on, on offense. Uh, the update on Tywin Mullen, Reese Taylor really is just pure coach coach speak. They're, you know, hopeful that they could get them back. It's a game-time decision. We'll see. Uh, Tywin played – I don't know how many plays he played on Saturday, but it wasn't many, and it couldn't have been more than than 10. Um, so, it's uh, – and Reese Taylor didn't dress, and, and before that against Michigan State, I think he played in one series. So. Hopefully, they're back healthy, and Maryland's offense, they have some good wide receivers where, the, you know, IU could use their two best defensive backs to play. Uh, going into into the game, it is a, a noon game on Big Ten Network as well. So if you're uh, looking for the game, it's on Big Ten Network. Let's look at our matchups to watch. Zach, what is your matchup to watch this game?
2: Um, I would say um, Indiana's defensive line versus uh, Maryland's offensive line. Um, Maryland has a couple offensive linemen who uh, struck out to me. Um, I think that Jalen Duncan is definitely going to go in the draft. Um, He made a first team All-Big Ten uh, this past year. Um, This season, uh, his unit has looked iffy at times, and I think that if Indiana can create some sort of pressure and collapse the pocket on Talia Tyvongaloa, I think that he's very turnover prone Uh, like last season when Maryland came to Bloomington, uh, we picked him off three times. um, And I think that if we want to win on Saturday, we have to pick him off at least once and create some sort of pressure to speed up the progressions and collapse the pocket.
0: Yeah, that that's a great matchup to watch. Uh, he uh, Talia has thrown eight interceptions so far this year. Maryland really, their offense has changed um, production-wise after Dante Dimas went down uh, against Iowa a couple weeks ago. You know, he he was having a great season, averaging eighteen point one yards per per reception, and he had a horrific leg injury. Uh, that you don't really want to see the the uh, replays to. But you also have former five-star recruit, Rakeem Jarrett, uh, who's got 375 yards and five touchdowns. Their tight end is really good. Okonkwo he has three touchdowns averaging on nearly 10 yards a catch. And then their rushing offense, you know, their two top rushers are averaging over 5.7 yards per carry. Uh, Tayon Ta- Ta- Fleet Davis has five touchdowns to go with that. Uh, Talia can make some plays with this, his feet as well. Just it's the offense has really changed, uh, since Dante Demas got hurt. Now the competition has stepped up as, as well. Instead of playing, you know, they beat West Virginia, who it was a solid team, but Howard, Illinois, uh, who they probably should have lost to, Kent State those were their four wins. They were averaging, you know, close to 150 yards per, per game on the ground. They'd scored seven touchdowns since then their last three games, which were Iowa at Ohio state at Minnesota. They have one touchdown on the ground. Uh, The same goes for, you know, the passing offense. They, they only have five touchdowns through the air in those, those three games compared to 11, the four games uh, prior to that and since the Iowa game they've had eight turnovers uh, compared to to one in the first four games so that that's a great matchup to watch uh, for me the matchup to watch you know it, I, I like to go out on a, on a limb a little bit uh, and, and do a non-traditional matchup I, I think it's Indiana's want to as you said before it, it's how much do they want to play in a bowl game and get the season back on track and have, you know, their hunger for the rest of the season. Uh, We've been around some bad IU football teams that, you know, you just, football is a tough sport and to practice when there's nothing driving it, it's just miserable. And there've been teams where you don't blame them for quitting, but there's just no motivation, but you have a, a, a group of young guys coming up who are, now in position to take jobs from upperclassmen and that's going to create some competition and and like you said earlier maybe some hunger uh, in the game as well Uh, before we get into our keys to victory let's hear once again from our uh, folks over at uh, symbol and spotify green room symbol is a sports stock market that allows you to profit off of your sports knowledge the, there are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team uh, you own wins, you earn a cash payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first risk-free deposit. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will re- refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Just go to Symbol.com. That's S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com and use promo code SD. On Spotify Green Room. again, it is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It is free to download and use on the iOS app, uh, create your account, follow the leagues that you want to follow, and join me and other experts um, to talk about the games and the teams uh, that you love. So Zach, getting back to our match or our keys to victory, what is one thing that IU has to do on Saturday to come out uh, victorious?
2: Uh, They have to. I think the biggest key is, you know, they got to ease the emotions. uh, If McCauley gets a start on Saturday, I think that he's going to be very amped to play. And first of all, he wasn't projected to really get any snaps at all. Um, but with the injuries to Tuttle and, uh, I think that his emotions are going to be all over the place and, you know, we're going to have to, him and Nick Sheridan are going to have to draw something up where he's comfortable with the game plan, which will probably mean a lot of screens and out, out, outside passes. Like we saw against the game against Michigan state. Um, and we just gotta, you know, get him comfortable and, uh, ease him into the game you we can't just have him go out there and you know look all over the place which will following up to that you know it'll be interesting to see how the he'll handle the offensive line too which has looked horrific at times this season
0: yeah that that that's a, a great key of the game I I think for um my my key for Indiana is to take care of the ball on offense, and a lot of it goes back to uh, your your keys on on handling emotions. It, it's you got to take care of the ball, and you can't give. They did it against Ohio State; they didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, they fumbled three times, but they didn't turn it over, and it was sloppy conditions and things like that. But they got to do the little things. They they can't give Maryland the ball. They can't allow them to set Talia up on on short fields and things like that. Maryland is minus seven in the turnover margin. They have gained seven, uh, seven total um, takeaways with four interceptions and three fumbles. They have the ability to do it. They have good athletes on that team, especially Nick Cross in the secondary. And you're playing with an inexperienced quarterback who, for whatever reason, wasn't ready to be the backup quarterback after knowing for about three weeks that he is going to be the backup quarterback. So whether that's on, on Nick Sheridan, Tom Allen, uh, whomever it is, they have to get it fixed. He's going to start on Saturday. Uh, you know, you have to read through this coach speak where, you know, Michael, they're progressing, but they're McCauley and, and Grant, Grant Grimel Got all the rep, got most like 90% of the ones and two reps this week. So they're going to play. And you got to, Nick Sheridan has got to figure out a way to get this offense to where McCauley can run it. That means you have to dumb it down a little bit, um, maybe run him a little bit more. That's fine. But I, switching out quarterbacks, especially going to a walk on, just let him have his growing pains uh, and, and get through it. So that that's, that's one of my keys to victory. What's your second key to victory, Zach?
2: Um, we have to average four-plus yards per carry. On the season, we're averaging a little over three, which is horrendous. And, I mean, this kind of goes back to my first key, but I, we don't win if we get in third and longs, um, especially the way our wide receivers are playing this season. Um, I think that we need a, you know, first down. You know, four yards, second down, maybe an outside pass or even another run and then get in some third and shorts, third and threes, third and twos, which will make it a lot easier on the the freshman quarterback. Um, So I would say, yeah, that's that if we can do that, we have a shot on Saturday. Uh,
0: My second key is IU has to do something on special teams. It can't be a negative. You're going to need to help out your offense in some way. Uh, Unfortunately, they couldn't use Charles Campbell in field goal situations last week uh, because of the score and the lack of opportunities. You can't kick a – well, Charles Campbell's great. He's not kicking an 80-yard field goal in the rain. Uh, Nobody is. So they've got to get something going in the return game. I saw last week since uh, Reese Taylor was out, Marcelino Ball was taking punt returns uh, with the returners. He's a guy who could – he's returned a couple of kicks in his college career. He has the speed and elusiveness to do it, but I don't know if they're trusting the players to return where they're just saying fair catch it. We'll take the ball where we're going to get it uh, and move on. But Indiana's offense is not good enough to do that. Yeah. You don't want to fumble the ball or muff a kick or have some, something terrible happen, but you need to get, if you could get, 10 yards on a return or five yards on a return, that's half a first down. That's the difference between, you know, settling for a punt or going for a field goal or maybe scoring a touchdown or settling for a field goal. And same with kick returns. There were, I thought there were opportunities for big returns against Ohio state last week. You know, it just wasn't taken Uh, the, the balls that they decide to return. I, I don't know if it's on the coaching staff or the players, But if you're going to fair catch it, fair catch it. If you're going to return it, return it. These pause or, you know, hey, we're going to return this one and it's not a good kick, uh, the decision-making has to be better. And you can't have uh, critical errors on the punt like a high snap go for a safety. Uh, I don't know if you remember the game in 2017. I dominated that game. They should have won. They lost. Uh, because they lost a special teams battle. They Maryland had a long kickoff return. They blocked a punt for a touchdown that got them back into the game uh, and things like that. So it, special teams in, in games where I, I think these teams are pretty even right now in terms of talent, special teams are going to turn this game. Uh, Zach, final thoughts on this game?
2: Yeah, I. I it's good that you mentioned it. Um, just being in the stands, you know, I think everyone was questioning – why sometimes they were just like, it, it seemed like the coaches would uh, tell the kicker turners on Saturday to just fair catch it, even when, you know, they had a chance to return it. So there's definitely that. And my final thought is, you know, I, I agree with you. I think both teams um, as far as talent goes are probably equal. Um, obviously I think Indiana might have a little bit more, I mean, they have some crucial, more crucial injuries, but that being said, I think that this game is is kind of what, what's going to decide the rest of the season for sure. But not not even that; it's going to decide what we're going to see the next next year because I, I think McCauley um, could be our starter next year, and I think that you know it, it'll be interesting to see what he can bring to the table. Um, I think he's definitely. Uh, more of a dual threat guy than Penix. He he's um, hasn't been is injured, that's for sure. And he's not afraid to get hit, which we've seen so far.
0: Yeah, uh, although I think the the label that Penix is a dual threat guy was kind of mislabeled. He has always been like a pocket passer who can, who can run. He is one of the fastest guys on the team and he can run. Uh, but he was more comfortable staying in the pocket and and just slinging it, uh, McCully. He looks more comfortable on the run. He looks, you know, he looks like that's a, you know, not the first option on the pass play, but definitely, you know, is is quicker to get out of the the uh, the pocket than than some of the other quarterbacks. You just right now it's a must-win game, and it's you're you're going into the part of the schedule where if you lose this, you're probably going to lose Michigan, and then you're out of a bowl game. You know, we, we talk with a little glimmer of hope because they haven't lost their sixth and seventh game yet. Uh, but for Indiana, even without the bowl implications, th- playing these guys is important for the future of this team. Like you said, Donovan McCauley has a very good chance of being the starter next year. We'll see who comes back, who performs well, uh, things like that. But he has... Every, you know, he would probably be the odds-on favorite to start next year. So I, these are important reps for him. They're important reps if they go with the youth movement on the offensive line. It's important reps for them. You're playing a Big Ten team on the road. Those game reps are worth their weight in gold. Same with the receivers uh, and things like that. So it, it is a, an important game from that standpoint, too. Not just, hey, we're going to go to a bowl. Uh, or we need six wins, or they just need a win to get off the schneid and and get some confidence and feel good about themselves. So no matter if it's by one, if it's by by 10, uh, whatever it is. What's your prediction for the game, Zach?
2: Um, I think Charles Campbell walks it off uh, field goal. Um, (laughs) I think – Campbell's been one of the uh, most underrated and best players on this uh, IU team this past year and and even last year. And I think that McCauley, I think McCauley's going to come out, you know, I think we're going to ease him into it. I think that um, having some new guys on the offensive line who are reamped, they have a lot to play for. um, And I think it's going to come down to the last possession. And Charles Campbell walks it off with a, 40 or 45-yard field goal.
0: That would be ideal for IU. I, I'm not sure on the weather report. I just don't trust. But, hey, you <laughs> put your field goal kicker out there who should be an all-Big Ten, um, you know, an all-Big Ten selection, you feel pretty good taking that shot. Uh, my prediction for the game, this is tough because, you know, until IU proves they could do it on offense, it's, it's kind of hard to, to pick them to win. Uh, and they've always had trouble at Maryland and against Maryland's offense, which is a well-run offense. But Maryland is still coached by Mike Glocksley, and Maryland still does Mike Glocksley coach team stuff. And that includes undisciplined penalties, uh, turning the ball over and things like that. I think the defense gets them back on track. Uh, they, they defense is going to have to score some points too to win. I'm going to take IU 24 maryland 20 in a tight one i didn't want to pick the walk-off field goal too just to be a little different uh 24 20 iu gets back on track this week uh heads into to michigan uh looking for their fourth win so zach thanks for joining me today thanks for stepping up i hope everybody enjoyed the podcast we'll be back on monday hopefully to recap a win if not uh, we might just take TJ's suggestion and play fart noises for half an hour. Uh, but anyway, enjoy the game. It is at noon on Big Ten Network. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hoosier underscore Huddle. Uh, the website, com as well. So thanks for joining us. Have a great night, Zach.
2: Thank you so much, Sammy. Have a good one.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...